Well, hey, kids, this is the Preacher and the Piano Man, a fun podcast to help kids learn and pray the Bible with their parents. My name's Tyler. I'm the Preacher. Dodge, dodge. Oh, what's up? Uh, I'm Trevor here. Oh, oh, Trevor, what are you dodging right now? Oh, I'm just practicing martial arts in my cave. Trying to dodge all the bats. You, wait, you live in in a cave? Well... I mean, I don't live in the cave. It's right underneath my house. Um, But uh, just practicing for, you know, stuff. What do you need to know martial arts for? Uh, All I can say is I'm not some sort of vigilante. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm just practicing for justice. Trevor, are... Are you Batman? On today's podcast, Tyler, you're going to tell us a Bible story, and I'm going to ask some questions, and I'm so excited to learn, because you have something good for us today, and at the very end, I'm going to write a song for you, for me, for the kids. That's right, and today in episode seven of season two, David is now king, he's not on the run anymore, he's got all the power, so now we're going to find out. Will David use his power to get even and punish Saul's family for being super mean and take out Saul's grandson, whose name's Mephibosheth, spell that one, kids, who was also Jonathan's son? And will David forget that he and Jonathan were bestest friends in the entire world and probably had a cool best friend handshake in a bunk bed in the palace? Sounds pretty fun. Let's do it. Hit the theme song, Batman. Those yummy goldfish. Cause guess what? We granted your wish. You get to hear from your bucket list. It's the preacher and the piano man. Fun and now go hand in hand. And this time it will be grand. It's the preacher and the piano man. Okay, kids, so our vocab word today is actually something that we're not supposed to do. We're not. Our word is. Vengeance, vengeance. And vengeance is when you hurt someone because they hurt you first. So like if that kid in your class hits you, you hit them back even harder. That's vengeance. If that girl calls you a mean name, you call her something even worse. That's vengeance. Or if someone breaks your toy, you decide, I'm gonna break two of theirs. That's vengeance, kids. Um, Another word for vengeance is revenge. And God does not tell us to seek revenge or take vengeance into our own hands. But honestly, if someone's ever hurt your feelings before or done something mean to you, it is so hard to resist. So eventually, at some point in our lives, all of us commit the sin of seeking vengeance. Now, Trevor, I have a question for you. Have you ever gotten revenge on someone when they did something hurtful to you? Oh, let me tell you. We all know that I'm a fan of Subway, usually. Usually. And not the Subway, because that's where a lot of justice needs to be taken place. Now, this is the Subway sandwich shops. And one time I went inside, I said, hey, can I get, you know, the cold cut combo, mm. pepperoni, you know. Delicious. Stuff. I said, just a little bit of mustard, please. And they said, oh, you want a little bit of sub with a lot of bit of mustard? And they started to like whoosh, squeeze the whole bottle over. And I said, no. And they ruined my sandwich completely. I mean, that's like $7 down the wow. drain. What are you going to do? Um, well, here's what I did. I didn't go to Subway for a long time. Like, I had to show my revenge. You know, I was like, you're not getting my business. I didn't show up. It must have been three weeks until my next visit. Wow. 
That's not that long of a time, actually. Well, have you tried their bread? Mm, it's good. It's so good. But three weeks is a long time for me. How often do you go to Subway? That's besides the point. Okay. Let's continue on with the podcast. You, well, were, okay. you were somewhere? You were yeah. somewhere? So um, that was an interesting one. Um, we haven't heard from the hamster in a while. I wonder if, if he's in here and maybe he could tell us about a time that he sought vengeance against someone who hurt him. Hamster? Hamster, you in here? Hamster? Hamster, you here? Well, hey, kids, it's me, the hamster. And one time I lost my cool because I was on my hamster wheel and I was run, 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 running. And I was watching a movie. And while I was running, my friend the squirrel came in and he froze. Then he went left and right, then left and right, then left and right, you know, like squirrels do. And he said, I know how this movie ends. And then he ruined it for me. Total spoiler. And I was so, so, so mad. I shouted, and then I did karate on him. And then I said, bring on the hair clippers. And I shaved his fluffy tail bald. And then I said, summon the puppies. <laughs> and a pack of wild puppies that live behind the stage at church came. And they hate squirrels because dog hates squirrels. And then they chased the squirrel for three and a half hours. And that's it. And I got to go now. I'm going rollerblading in the parking lot with a church raccoon. Bye. <laughs> Wait. Hold on a second. There's there's a pack of wild puppies that live backstage? And a church raccoon, apparently. We need to hire a new position, and that's animal control. You know what I'm saying? Man. It's getting a little crazy up in here. Also, that's some serious vengeance. I would not want to get on that hamster's bad True. side. He shaved his tail after doing karate. Okay. Now, believe it or not, um, our desire for vengeance, kids, when someone hurts us or hurts someone that we care about, it comes from a good place in our heart. God put inside of all people, a desire for this thing called justice. You see, when someone does something wrong, we feel inside of us really sorry for the person that they hurt. And we also feel inside of us that there should be consequences for the person who hurt them. They should get in trouble. Like a, a desire for justice is good because it keeps people safe and it forces those who hurt others to face consequences and change. But vengeance is not justice. Let me be clear. Vengeance is when our anger sets our justice on fire and we take justice into our own hands and we don't just get even, like we get ahead. Kids, I got bad news. Vengeance is a sin. Now, David, of all people though, he could have taken vengeance and gotten away with it. If you remember, David spent about 15 years running from Saul because Saul was king and he had the army and he had the power, he had the money and he was jealous of David. So he tried to take David out. Well, eventually though, when Saul died and David became king, the tables turned. Now David had the army, David had the power, David had the money, David had the support of the people and Saul had run David out of his home and tried to kill him. So it was David's turn to get payback. Now, if you remember, kids, Saul and his son, Jonathan, had died in battle. Jonathan was one of David's best friends. So there was nothing David could do to pay them back. But there was one member of Saul's family left alive. We talked about him in an earlier episode. His name is Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. And uh, kids, you want to try to say uh, Mephibosheth for me? Mephibosheth? Me need a shelf? Imitation crab? That was um, a decent try, 
kids, but it's it's Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth. And um, to help you out, kids, Trevor, um, can you just go ahead and spell Mephibosheth for the kids, please? Oh, yeah. Um, um, can I get the language of origin? Um, no. Um, what about, can you use it in a sentence? Um, Trevor, can you spell Mephibosheth? <sighs> Mephibosheth. M E F E E B O S H E L E F F V U E U X T T Are you just saying letters now? No, that's What's that spell. Uh, it sounded like it had a little bit of like a French spelling, but a little bit of like Dutch beginnings. Yeah, um, I th- I think you swung on missed on and missed on that one, man. Sorry. Now Mephibosheth, let me tell you something about him. Um, he he actually couldn't walk. Um, his legs were injured for his entire life because when he was five years old, he and his nanny tried to run away from David when he became king. They figured that if David found them, he would seek vengeance. And so when they were running away, he fell and he got hurt. Now, kids, I have a question for you. If you were David and you had been put on the run for 15 years by Saul and you finally had all the power and you had a chance to get even with Saul after all the years he hurt you and chased you and tried to kill you, what would you do to Mephibosheth? Well, I would make him do a hundred burpees without any rest. Go. I'd go ahead and get him a big old plate of Popeye's biscuit, but no water to drink. Oh, and I would make him call broccoli dessert. And every time someone said, hey, let's have dessert, he would have to eat broccoli. And no, you can't dip it in cheese, Mephibosheth. I'd make him take a shower every day. My mom does this at me, and it's the worst. I would hold him down and take a feather and tickle his feet for 35 seconds straight. I would make him be an Instagram husband and take all the pictures that the girls want, even if they want you to retake the picture 15 times just to get the right angle. (laughs) I'd make him play my dad in air hockey. I've never won against him, ever, and I don't think he would either. Well, kids, those are all very vengeful ideas. And, um, you know, David could have done any of those and got away with it because he was the king. He had the power. So this is what happened. David summoned Mephibosheth to court. And the Bible says, 2 Samuel 9, verse 6, that when Mephibosheth came to David, he bowed low to the ground in deep respect. Clearly. He was afraid, kids. David said to him, greetings, Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth replied, I am your servant. Don't be afraid, David said. And don't miss this, kids. Here's how David responds to Mephibosheth. He says, I intend to show kindness to you because of my promise to your father, Jonathan. I will give you all the property that once belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will eat here with me at the king's table. Now catch that, kids. This is amazing. David remembered that a long time ago, he had promised Jonathan, his best friend, that he would take care of his family. 
So he keeps his promise. He didn't hurt Mephibosheth. Instead, he gave him all of his dad's property back and he asked a really hard worker named Ziba to take care of the land since Mephibosheth was crippled and he welcomed Mephibosheth to eat at the table of the king anytime he wanted. He showed kindness instead of vengeance. Now, Trevor, eating at the king's table for the rest of your life, that's pretty awesome it's the dream, the dream. So what do you think they served for dinner at the table of a king? Well, if I were the king, 10 to 12 mango habanero wings, fries, extra well done with a little bit of chipotle barbecue seasoning on the side, two cups of ranch, and some celery and carrots. If you have some Asian zing flavored wings to go with that, I'm eating at oh, that yeah. table. Oh, yeah. King's got them both. Anyways, I'm not sure what David had at his table, but one thing for sure is that Mephibosheth had a seat at his table. Even later, Mephibosheth rebels against David and supports the other side in a civil war, and David doesn't even get vengeance then. He shows kindness, and he honors his promise to Jonathan. Now, kids, next episode, we're going to see the sin in David's life. He wasn't perfect. But up to this point, he's an amazing example of what a person after God's heart should look like. He's courageous, he's patient, he's trusting, he's loving, he shows mercy and keeps his promises. He's a very special guy. And I think this is one of the most impressive things he does. He chooses kindness over vengeance. It's hard. See, you know what God says in the Bible? In Romans chapter 12, verse 19, it tells us that we're to leave vengeance up to God. We aren't supposed to get back at others or get even with others or get ahead of others. The Bible calls us to love our enemies. Scripture tells us to conquer evil with good. I wonder what that bully would do if instead of pushing him back or calling him names, you gave him a hug or told him that you care about him too much to be mean. I wonder how your sister would respond if instead of yelling at her for messing up your Legos, you brought her into your room, you told her you forgive her, and then you showed her how to rebuild them. Or I wonder what sort of example it would set for the other team if instead of pushing that angry kid back at your soccer game, you just kept playing hard and chose not to respond. Look, there are so many instances that come up every day where our desire for justice blazes into vengeance. But the Bible says, Romans 12, 19, dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. And that's exactly what David does here. When he has the power and the table is turned, he breaks the cycle of vengeance and violence with kindness and forgiveness. Now on that awesome note, Trev, you think you got an awesome song for us today? Uh, I think so. Okay, you got 30 seconds. Let me review with the kids. Kids, thanks for listening today. Here's your homework. Your key truth today is vengeance. Vengeance is when you hurt someone because they hurt you back. And while that is so easy to do, that's not what God calls us to do. He calls us to trust in his justice and conquer evil with good. Which brings us to your memory verse, kids. Uh, your memory verse is from Paul, Romans 12, 21, just read it. Paul writes, don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Now, your prayer assignment is the same thing it's been all season. It's a real simple prayer. I want you to pray, God, I'm a kid after your heart. So today, I will love and trust you by fill in the blank. And maybe today you ask God to help you forgive someone who's hurt your feelings. And then you go one step further and you show them kindness. Your parents can help you brainstorm this in a safe and really, really God-honoring way. Now, last thing, Trev, I think this is the last week here of, of season two. Uh, do we have a new secret word for the week? 
We do have a new secret word, and the secret word is that's. That's it is. Let's hear the song. It's not good for me, it's not good for you not either, good for my not friend. Good for you. Vengeance is not the way we should show up show this forgiveness. Let's show love what's more to discuss, not just kind to people that we trust. Forgiveness, now that is the way, it is the way of King Jesus. 